<laughs> hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, coming to you live, not live. Well, we're live now. Recorded we're, we're, live. Recorded live here in the heart of drizzly, wet Salt Lake City. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, another What Mormons Believe. Yeah. This is going to be a good one we for those of you this one, yeah. who've ever wondered about those magic underwear that the Mormons That we like all just wear. keep hearing about. Yeah, the powerful, magical underwear. And of course, uh, well not of course, but Dan, yeah. we're going to have a little new segment as well. Dan's going to play a guessing game. I'm, I'm good at guessing. <laughs> so... Uh, We'll we'll fill you in later on what he's going to be guessing, but I'm going I'm going to be quizzing him, yeah, and then he's going to guess, and it's going to we'll, be a lot of fun. We'll, and we, and I promise we didn't cheat and Did, give me the answers ahead of time. No, we didn't. We unless didn't do he that. looked at something that you're no. not supposed to look at. But <laughs> that was, I'm like, it would be very funny if I like was so nervous about our stupid podcast <laughs> quiz that I'm like, ah, I got to study. <laughs> he does know what the topic is, but I don't think he's had enough time to no. to really um, figure it out. Um, well, Dan, yeah? we've got some good news. <gasps> really? Some big news. Oh, big good news. Big good news. Yes, indeed we do. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and it includes thanking our audience. It does, very much so. <laughs> um, we were named the number three best podcast in Salt Lake City. Best local podcast. Best local podcast. By uh, by City Weekly. By the Salt Lake City Weekly. Yeah. We're number three. Number we're three. We're number three. We're Woo-hoo. number three. Which, as as you know, if you listened to our what we called our bonus episode... <laughs> which was a bonus only for us for and us. not for you. Yeah. Uh yeah, we were going for a mention. Yeah. That was what that was That's all we the, wanted. The big goal was to be mentioned. Well, we knew we couldn't beat the Geek podcast. No, yeah, the Geek show was ob- always going to win yeah. and and there was just no doubt we in knew anyone's that. mind about that. We knew that. that going into it. So. As a matter of fact, they they prob- they were considering like they haven't even had that category for the last couple of years because Geek Show just destroys everything, and then there's... Oh, really? There's, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So they finally put it back in again, and then they basically said, you know, the Geek Show's still just so big that there's it's nothing huge. that comes close. It's huge. So you guys need to tell all of your friends about our podcast so we can grow and beat the geeks. Yeah. I mean, we're geeks, too. Better geeks, though. We're, we're, we're way better geeks. I like our geekdom better than I actually, their I actually geekdom. do, too. They're, I've actually never listened to their, their show. Oh, no. <laughs> no, why would we listen to them? We can just put them down without ever well, having Simmons to put ourselves... Well, Media. It's a corporate-backed podcast. They, they claim they're not corporate. Oh, come on. <laughs> they promote it on X96. So. I know. Well, X96 claims they're not corporate. Uh, because they're not clear channel or whatever. Right, because they're not clear channel, they're not corporate. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then also, um, for those of you who follow things Mormon... Mm. Um, you'll be, you're aware of the fact that as we are recording right now, um, it is on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Well, Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday morning, that's true. And it's not beautiful. It's actually, it's rainy and snowy and gross. Why do you have to contradict everything I say? I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's LDS general conference this weekend. It is indeed. And general conference is their twice yearly um snooze fest it goes saturday and sunday fascinating they have two general sessions that each last two hours 
on it's, Saturday and then a, uh, a session for the men in the evening. And then right. on Sunday, they have two more general sessions. And it is terminally boring. First of all, um, the, the message can't change. They, they never – every now and then on the rarest of occasions, somebody mm-hmm. will say something that's new, a new policy or a new something. Right. But in general, it's just church sermons given by – Boring men in black in dark suits, seventy year old boring men. Right. Yeah. With the exception of, and if you talk to a Mormon about conference, I guarantee you, if you talk to a Mormon about conference now, the name uh-huh. Dieter Uchtdorf will come up in like, and they may cry. Really? Why? Because he gives good talks. Really? And it's like everybody like loves an Uchtdorf Uchtdorf talk, <laughs> and he I, actually does give good talks. I, I've met. Uh, Dieter Uchtdorf. You have? Yeah, he was the area president when uh, I was in on my mission in Rome. Oh, wonderful! So he, he came down from from the from the Germany, yeah, uh, which is where I think the area president office was. It was okay. up in Germany somewhere. Anyways, um, yeah, he came down from there. He's not actually German, even though the name suggests that he is. Isn't he? No, he's Czech. Oh, how about that? Yeah, I have right? no idea. Yeah, I, if I remember correctly, he's Czech. Uh, German, like German, ethnically German, but he's Czech. He <laughs> right. lived in the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Well, so I think just, just to give totally you listeners that, actually. out in listening land a sense of how boring General Conference is, I want to just read to you the headline that the Deseret News, which is the church, the church the newspaper, church newspaper, yeah. Uh, this is how they headline their own conference. Saturday afternoon sessions features callings, releases, statistics, and sermons. <laughs> Are you serious? Statistics. My, my my dad was always very excited about the statistics <laughs> because they because you that's when they tell you you know what the new church membership is up to, right? And how many wards there are and how many missions there are, right? And, uh, la, 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 la. and it's so it's just. I wrote, I mean, if you go to thankgodimatheist.com, you can see my thing that I wrote, I think, last session mm-hmm. about how boring conference is. Yeah. Which is uh, very uncertain, which the title of which I think, I think I may have hurt some feelings because the title says is Mormons are boring, but not in a good way or not in a fun way or something like that. We're- or no, Mormons are liars, but not in oh, a fun okay. way. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm like, and all boring in a good way. And and the only thing that I said, the only reason I said that they're liars is because they all claim that they enjoy uh, uh, conference, and they all claim that they love it. There's no way. They don't. No. You cannot love conference. It's the most, it's hours and hours and hours and hours of just shut up. <laughs> it's awful. I don't know. My parents always thought it was a special time of the year. Yeah. Oh, they love it. This is why yeah. I'm. This is why I claim that Mormons are liars. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Whatever. Anyway. Anyways. Um. So yeah, Mormon General Conference. Yeah. So much fun. But um, I saw a headline in the Tribune that said this was a few days ago, sort of the lead up to General Conference. Oh yeah. And it said that um, um, it'd be business as usual. Church, but the, according to the church, it would be business as usual. Uh, at this general <laughs> conference, uh, despite uh, m- quote Mormon moment, Mormon oh the, oh, the Mormon oh, moment. Okay, the, the, so like 
because mittens is is so popular now and because and the church is in sort of this the spotlight the national spotlight right. so to speak and yeah. they they're definitely but, convinced that they are but don't worry well we're just going to do our business as usual yeah no, oh this the, nothing will be different I, but I what have a i friend have who noticed posts who blogs and posts a lot of stuff on facebook he's he's lds and boy he is just convinced that the whole world is gone apeshit crazy mormon hating um <laughs> which it's always been apeshit Mormon hating. Right. And the the fact of the I matter... Mean, it's nothing new. But, but I mean, everything he writes is like, if Mitt doesn't win, it's only because he's a Mormon. Oh, my God. Everything about it. And and he's a politically pretty savvy guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah okay. He's actually... I, I'll just say who it is. It's the son of former Senator Bob Bennett. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's... And Bob Bennett, who was... The, summarily dismissed from his position by his by his constituency because he was not tea party enough tea party enough yeah. which is actually an interesting thing that's going on as well now with mm-hmm. with uh our uh yeah what are you sorry at, i'm Dan? looking out the window because the rain seems to have turned to snow it is snow now that's great Blech. okay so um yeah anyway there we go okay mormons yeah We'll, right. have, we'll have more Mormons later. <laughs> Don't you worry. Uh, well, um, I've got a fun little thing to start with. Dive in. Um, this comes to us from uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has been giving us some good stuff lately. <laughs> um, this is uh, The headline says, Pennsylvania church kidnaps teens, holds them at gunpoint to teach a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, do you want to take a guess as to the lesson that they were trying to teach? Okay, it's got to have to do with Satan. And, uh, oh, but your eyes are saying no. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Not what? Satan. God is a kidnap. Mm-hmm. God wants you to kidnap. God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if we're kidnapping at gunpoint, <gasps> it's not about Muslims, is it? No. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's not about... Is, okay, you got to feed me because I got nothing. It was meant to teach teens what it's like to be a persecuted Christian missionary. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is awesome. <laughs> oh, those poor persecuted yeah. Christians. Uh, and the only reason that this became a story or that anything has come of it is because a uh, a obviously shaken 14-year-old visitor <gasps> no <laughs> whose whose little friend goes to that church and who promised her that it was a good that there was lots of fun and she had you know they that- kidnapped <laughs> A non-member of their church at gunpoint? 14-year-old girl? (laughs) Who the fuck on this whole planet would think that there was anything okay about that? It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and so um, so it it was like on their Wednesday night, whenever they did like their... It was the middle of the week service, right? <laughs> that is supposed to be fun and have some sort of little moral lesson at some point, whatever. And um, apparently this could be a real problem for the church. You think? Um, because uh, false imprisonment of a child 
um, is a second degree felony punishable up to 10 years in prison yeah and so um since not she, to mention assault which yeah holding she a had gun bruises in front of someone, i watched the video she, she had bruises she was bruised up oh so that's different that's battery yeah assault yeah. just holding a gun in front of a person in a threatening manner is assault no they at gunpoint they threw her into a van after she'd been blindfolded oh my god and like oh my bound god. thrown into the van along with other teens from the group hauled off to the pastor's house and the other teens where they probably enacted the, out uh the, the there had been yeah exactly the pastor was like being held at gunpoint held at gunpoint in the his house was, uh-huh. oh, oh, and then and acting out this scene um to uh to to, oh to, to make it look like that he was being attacked <sighs> and the then, mormons um, need to learn something because their object lessons are way more boring than this oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and then, um, but yeah, the, uh, the church pastor, uh, told the local media that he will continue to carry out this lesson, but he will ask for parental permission. You first. think? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay. You know that that's, I mean, and you can't even blame Christianity for that or whatever. That's no, just, that's just a dipshit. That's just morons. That's just an idiot running a church, running a church. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. That's yep, yep, crazy. Yep. Yeah, I love it though. Oh, so, uh, but in <clears throat> in defense of Christians, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you this story. Really, defense? Sort of. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, so there's this uh, guy in Texas, an atheist in Texas, who um, earlier this year he was uh, he was fighting to ban religious symbols on public grounds. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they. It's a good fight. In his town. Um, they they were put they put up a nativity uh on the court house okay, yeah, or whatever yeah. so he was he was uh he was suing to do that cuz he was cuz he's well obviously he's a bad person mm, if he, mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm, why would mm-hmm. you want to take down a beautiful nativity you're ruining everybody's fun you're just being a grinch <laughs> at that point <laughs> atheist grinch boo uh but then he apparently his retina detached Oh, he had oh, that's m- bad. Medical problems. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. That's really bad. Um, he was a former uh, soldier of some sort. I don't mm. remember what he was. Anyway, a Christian uh, church ponied up some money and no donated way. it to him. No way. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. A group of Christians behaved like Christians. Yes. Like good Christians. They did indeed. They they behaved in a Christ-like manner. It would seem that they did. Wow. They embraced their enemy and they went ahead and and gave well, them some right. money. Some some people who didn't let Christianity get in the way of them being good people. Right. That's awesome. And now mind you, I will temper this story. When I read when I first read it, I was like I wonder how much they raised. Mm. Cuz it seemed like Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. He's he's struggling financially. He can't. He lost his his income because he was working as a taxi driver. Oh, and okay. you can't drive if your vision's right. Up. No, yeah, absolutely. So I thought, oh, that's great. This congregation's really chipping in. Four hundred dollars doesn't seem like a lot to me. <laughs> Sorry, that's it's, I shouldn't. Like I love no, no we it, can't make fun of that. We can't, we can't. We can't because they did a good deed. They did a really they, good deed. They did what they should have done. Four hundred dollars. That it's, he's in Texas. Yeah, that's like two months of rent. That's like. <laughs> that's like 
<laughs> it's a it's, it's a very kind gesture. Where, where, no, I, actually, where are they? Uh, somewhere in Texas. I don't okay. I don't know where. Yeah, but anyways, Tyler, it's a, it's a it's that is an amazing gesture, and I have to say, good on good on them. Yeah. Did it say what they were like? What denomination? Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, do 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 Because I would be really curious to know about something like that. Because, I mean that that kind of. That kind just, of colors it a little bit. Just you know? as local Christians. Local Christians. Maybe well, what, sort of an ad hoc group or something. Maybe. But, I mean, they did say that they wanted to do what real Christians are supposed to do. So that's great. I love See, it. That's, and, that's and here's actually right a lesson that we need to be taking, mm. right? This is the kind of kindness that needs to be taking place between the believing and non-believing right. communities. When This we, is the part of Jesus' message that I really enjoy. Sure. I mean, Jesus didn't invent this message. No, the, somebody else came up with the message. The, but... the, the Buddha was talking about this stuff long before Jesus was. But <laughs> well, and it's who knows if Jesus really even right. gave that kind of message. Right. But but the fact of the is that that if we're going to look at the teachings that we get from the Bible tradition from the, yeah the, the good ones the traditional Jesus teachings mm-hmm. that's that's the stuff that we that everyone should embrace yeah, kindness to neighbors. This is the Good Samaritan community. This is... Like yeah. let's band together, sort mm-hmm. of thing. The yeah. kind of all the stuff that the religious right of this country hates. Oh yeah, that's oh. my money. <laughs> you can't have no, no, it. No, no, no. Oh I no, will... I can give it freely. I but... can give it freely. That's the that's their whole thing. Is they don't want government redistributing. Right. But they they want to be in com- in control of where they give. But it's so and rare that we hear about people giving generous within their own communities, within it's... their church, mm-hmm. within the, or within it's, yeah. it's trans community. It's <clears throat> outside of your community where it starts to. Break down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's great. I think that that's that was wonderful. a nice that was a nice thing. I thought I that think, was worth yeah. mentioning. Okay. Okay. Um <laughs> we're moving right along. Yeah, move along. I've got some uh some nice Muslims. Nice Muslims? Nice Muslims. Impossible. I oh. um I'll call them nice Muslims. Sure. Um there is a here's the deal. Muslims confuse me. Yeah, because I w- want to like them. Uh huh. Because I, my experience with Muslims has been positive. Sure. With on a personal individual level. Muslims. with individual Muslims, sure. my my experience has been really positive. Absolutely. Um. However, um, we know that by and large, the the Muslim community, um, can be. What's the right word? Um, tricky? Tri- tricky. <laughs> yeah. Um, l- less than tolerant? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. And um, and all that. And unless, unless you're talking about women the... and then it's all the time. Or gay people. <laughs> right, right. They don't tolerate that sort of thing. No, they don't tolerate women at all. No. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I have this weird froggy throat thing. So sorry, folks. Um but anyways, so conflicted, conflicted, weird, yeah. you know, there's obviously the media messages, which is coloring right. everything, my whole perception. And I'm aware of that, but I, I definitely go through phases where I'm, I'm just like, I, 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 I think I, the, the fear message has really sunk in and mm. I'm just like, I don't like them and I don't want, they're, they're, they're ultimately the problem. They're kind of scary, whatever. Right. I don't okay. like, well, see, the thing is for me, I don't like the Muslim faith. But I don't like 
but I also equally don't like the Christian faith. Like to well, me, right. to yeah. me, the problem is faith. The, the problem, problem is faith. And, it's just and the Muslims is the, is different enough from what our experience has been. That right. they, and and we don't really live with, amongst them in large numbers. So right. Well, and the other problem yeah. is that to me, Muslims actually practice their faith as it's written. Whereas Christians have long since abandoned that. Well, here's the deal. Oh, okay. That's what this story is about. It's about a group of progressive Muslims um, who are launching gay-friendly women-led mosques. Wow. Yes. That doesn't sound like it'll go over very well. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Um, they are saying that what they are doing is reading the Quran um, and without the lens of tradition. Hmm. That they're actually just looking at the word of the Quran and saying and, and questioning the traditions that have developed up around a lot right. of the, a lot of their practice. Sure. And and that's pretty cool because what that ends up allowing them to do is be gay friendly. And yeah. let uh women run prayers and having prayers be mixed gender. That's and, a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. But they're saying that the Quran doesn't explicitly Forbid this. Forbid that. What it says is that um, men and women should be, uh, what was the the word they they said? Um, not separate. The word isn't separated. That men and men and women should be sequestered. <laughs> no, it, it was more about how they should be modest with each other or something like oh, that. Yeah. It had absolutely nothing to do with. Um, um sequestration so, yeah exactly that women have to be in another room right and and i've heard that this actually makes me remember sort of this this some some muslim i knew or was talking to at some point um saying that you know you, well, you don't want women in the mosque or men in the mosque at the same like all praying together because the position oh, yeah. that, that, that they get into. It's, it's a butts-in-the-air position. It's a butts-in-the-air position, and that's going to just fuck with people's... There's all they're going to... All they can... All people can possibly do when they see a butt in the air is think about sex, right? right. Well, it's, And that's such bogus bullshit. That's a problem with you. Right. That's not a problem with people in general. Well, and that's I, something And you if you're focused on, on your prayer, then yeah. You won't even see a butt in the air. Right, exactly. You're too busy praying. And so, I don't know. Again, it does seem to be a little bit of a religion for, you know, uh, middle school boys. <laughs> you know, a lot of sure. their attitudes are just so immature about sex and about about the what opposite. What are you talking about? Gender. All they want to do is end up with 72 virgins. Is that so wrong? <laughs> Isn't that what every grown man thinks about? Is, a, is, is eternity Maybe. with... Which, by the way, has always baffled me because they can only be virgins that one time. Or no, may, in maybe, heaven, maybe in heaven they're re-virginized. They're re-virgined. Re yeah, maybe. The other thing it is... It takes like, 72 days. That sounds like For hell. them to be re-virgined. <laughs> and so that's why there's 72 of them. For them the to regrow re their hymens. <laughs> I don't I mean, what, what? I don't even understand the appeal to virgins other than so they, they the, venerate. No, oh, the, so not only can they, do they have to be virgins, but they can't have been gymnasts. Yeah, or like or, accidentally or ride rid horse, right. ridden horses, or anything like that. Fallen on something wrong. Or something. <laughs> I just, you know, to, for my money, it's like, and granted, this is coming from like a sexually open person mm -hmm. in a sexually more open society, but like, 
My last physical. last yeah. thing I want to deal with is a virgin. I don't want to be mm. training her up. Mm. I want someone who knows what she's doing in there. Yeah. Yeah, I want I want seventy two whores. Give me some. I want to be a martyr who gets seventy two hookers, disease free, but well experienced. That's what I want. All right, you you can't ply me with no virgins. (laughs) Bet it could be arranged. (laughs) That actually can be arranged. Yeah. Oh, that's what you wanted, right? All right. Ta-da! Here's a. I can arrange that here. Costs mm. a lot, but I mean, I can get seventy-two hookers. Heaven on earth. <laughs> Does come to think of it, no, that doesn't sound like heaven on earth at all. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of the uh, the queers oh? and, and acceptance thereof. Oh, I'm going to transition to merry old England. Oh, because uh, right now, well, maybe yeah. not right now, maybe right now, as we speak, as we speak in Canterbury. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, they're having discussions and talks, uh, a consultation as they call it. A 12... Canterbury, isn't that where the head of the, the church yeah, is? The Archbishop of Canterbury is the head of the Anglican church. Okay. But that's, I don't know that that's, that probably is pertinent to why they're having this there. But okay. the article that I've read didn't, didn't mention, mention that. mention churchiness at all? Well, it mentions churchiness, but it doesn't mention that that's why they chose Canterbury for this. Okay. But they're having a 12-week consultation... That is widely expected to lead to the legalization of same-sex marriage in England and Wales. Actual full-on marriage. Marriage. Not... Well, because they they already have some sort of, like, um, domestic partnership thing, I don't know what they have. I honestly am not I I think they do. I think they have, like, a civil union type thing. Well, I think they they all are just very polite about it. (laughs) I think they have... Everyone's two gay guys say, hey, we're married. And everyone goes, oh, oh yes, that's lovely. Well done. <laughs> Even if they disapprove. But yeah, no, the the Catholics are, of course, tr- fighting as hard as they can against it. And, oh, yeah. And some Anglicans would. are also fighting. But uh, other Anglicans are yeah. actually fighting for it. Mm, okay. Um, to the point where the actual Archbishop of Canterbury, this uh, Rowan Williams is his name. Really? Yeah. I like that name. Yeah. Okay. He's but he won't be for long. He's actually he's actually Why? stepping down at the end of this this year. <clears throat> because he, he's uh, had the worst job ever. He's been he's been the guy presiding over this giant gay schism. Oh my. In, in okay. the Anglican Church. You know, all the Nigerians who are like you should never ever do anything. Do you need to check something? Are you okay? No, no, no. I'm I'm fine. We're having microphone things. No, no, no. <laughs> you you keep going. Okay. So so yeah, he's been provided he's been trying to keep the Anglican, the uh, the Church of England together. He's been trying to keep the Anglican uh, oh, the whole, the communion. Oh yeah, okay. Together, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't want to be together. The uh, the Africans and the, the you know the the really conservative Americans they they want nothing to do with like being nice to gay people and stuff. And they yeah you know. yeah. So it's been it's been tricky for him. So he he'll be stepping down. Um. But I mean, his, so his whole his whole comment on this thing was just you know, uh, he just he's he's always so careful about how he words things so that he doesn't take a position on anything. Mm, okay. So his his contribution was that laws should not be used as a tool to bring about social change. Mm. That's, that's all he really had to say. Okay. Um, meanwhile, they're like, you know, the Roman Catholics are calling it grotesque and awful and blah 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 and. Well, 
And then there are other religious groups like the Quakers and Reformed Jews and Unitarians who are like, yeah, let's welcome this thing. Let's do that. Yeah. I mean, a little bit because they already do. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. It, it seems like it's probably, it's probably going to happen in England and it's probably going to happen pretty quick. So look for that. Awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sounds good. Yep. Um, let's see. Okay, mine, my next yes. one, is about some... Uh, I don't even know what to go with, where to go with this one. It's just something I very recently discovered. Wasn't surprised by right. at all. Um, but um, it's, a, it's a blog called standardofliberty.org. That, that could go... Any number of directions. <laughs> Standard of liberty. Standard of liberty. Um, and there, uh, some uh, gay hating Mormons mm. down in the good old Utah County. They have plenty of those down oh, there. Oh, yes, they do. Um, apparently, uh, BYU, Brigham Young University, mm-hmm. for uh, those of you not entirely in the know. and uh, Or the Y. The Y. If you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, located in Utah County, in Provo, Utah. in Provo, Utah, LDS-owned university mm-hmm. uh, has actually started to um, get better with the gay issue. Really? Yeah. Um, they changed their honor code. The uh, right being, you know, the the set of rules that you have to follow to be a student. There. And this is an elaborate set of rules. Oh yeah, 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 we're talking about like men can't have beards. No. Like you have to, you have to have a doctor's note, and this is not an exaggeration. You literally have to have a doctor's note to grow a beard. That on is this true. Campus. Yeah. Um, in order to, yeah, your teachers are supposed to, the professors are supposed to send you home. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to let you stay in class. Right. Um, and right. the cafeteria won't serve you food. Right. The right. testing center won't let you take a test. Right. The library will not let you check out a book. I once went there when I. I at one point had long hair and Uh-oh. a beard. I looked, Uh-oh. I looked very, very Jesus esque. Oh, but they don't like that. No, no. Well, I mean, I think it is ironic that the man for whom the school was named wouldn't mm. be wouldn't be served. Well, there's a statue of him. Right, he's got a beard on campus. He's rocking the beard with a beard. Yeah, Jesus, their their image of Jesus. Jesus couldn't come. Not only does he have a beard and long hair, but he's got multiple piercings. So that's <laughs> some body, body art, body modification. <laughs> I don't know if that's how they see it, but that's okay. Um, no, so BYU uh, with their honor code, and it, it's—I mean, it's a dress code. It's not drinking. It's not smoking. It's behavior. It's, it's sex. It's. You're, it, I mean, it literally, everything. you have to live in apartments that are approved by BYU. That's true too. If you, yeah. Even if you live off campus, you have to live in BYU approved housing. Yes. And you're not allowed to have someone of the same gender over after ten, or something. Some, like that. There was a there is a cutoff. I can't remember what it is. I don't but, remember what the yeah. time is, but yeah, like like it is intense. Yeah. They are like. In your business. And I was a student there. That's true. For you three, know. three semesters. Yeah. You know all about Gross. it. Gross. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, BYU uh, has modified their honor code mm. to allow... It, it, it aligns with church doctrine now. Oh. Meaning that you can be... You can say that you're gay. Mm. You can acknowledge that, you're, that you are a homosexual. However, you cannot have sex outside of marriage right and gay people can't marry so therefore they can't have sex right 
Um, so that is the official uh, honor code stance of BYU. Makes sense. Totally jives with. I mean, it doesn't make sense in reality. But no, it makes no, no, sense no. for them. It makes for sense their for them. And you know what? It's a step. Sure, it's a step in the right direction. <clears throat> um, but boy, I just want to see somebody, some brave soul who's going to that school, find that out and just gay it up. Mm. Just like go crazy gay. Well, here's also the question of, I mean, that that would be great. You know, somebody, <laughs> just prancing somebody... around, just being like, <laughs> gay, 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 just throwing glitter and like, <laughs> see how far they can take rainbow it. streamers and really just... test the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, it obviously, um, you know, ruffles some feathers mm-hmm. uh, in, oh, yeah. in the more conservative Mormon uh, blogosphere. Oh, you think? Yeah. Um, because I guess there's this BYU professor who is has invited gay students to um, sort of speak at this forum. Hmm. Uh, he's having this little gathering. Uh, he's a sociology professor. Oh, okay. And he's he's wanting people in a public forum discussing their their experience yeah uh, as as gay people they not have, non-practicing gay people they have lots of gay people on that campus yes they do yeah they absolutely do people like you well not anymore not anymore but, right yeah yeah um so anyways so standard of liberty is all up in arms they um it uh they're saying that basically it's um, giving talks, mm. promoting people being gay at BYU, <laughs> is uh, advocating for homosexuality. Yeah. Um, and uh, that this is like, so they're, they're, they're posing this question. How can homosexuality be all right in principle? Because it must be all right if you're able just to be it yeah uh as in homosexual attraction but wrong in practice as in homosexual behavior well now hold on that's a great question that is a great question i approve of this question (laughs) i i think i've come to a different answer than they do but that's a that's exactly the right question to be asking uh if we concede that it is right in principle isn't the next step to accept the practice even celebrate it yes Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gay activism has done a great job presenting homosexuality as harmless, equal to heterosexuality, <gasps> even virtuous, honest, praiseworthy. <laughs> but homosexuality is not harmless, natural to the human body, chaste, pure, or wholesome <laughs> in any form. The very nature of homosexuality is out of bounds. Uh, okay. Yeah. I agree that homosexuality, because oh, it's a sexuality, is not chaste. The second you practice it. Well, no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. But there's the the default, right. according to them, you know, of being heterosexual. Right. Somehow, it is, it is possible to go around and to court someone and to date and to, you know, lead up to marriage... Which, let's face it, if you, if you even if, when you haven't had premarital sex, that's like the first thing you're going to be doing. Right. I mean, hello. Um, and so that somehow works for them, right? <laughs> These BYU 
uh, students who are the horniest bastards oh my God. on the planet. And it, it gets sad out there. It gets really sad. Um, but boy, they're a fit group. <laughs> they focus their sexual tensions toward working out. The gym. The gym. It yeah. is. It is. It's, it's a sight to behold which, down there. Which doesn't help. All those poor people trying not to have sex with each other when mm. everybody's getting all ripped. Well, and, and they they have all their little you know techniques like floating and oh my god and whatnot. You, you, people, you do not understand. <laughs> like, like butt sex, straight people butt sex mm-hmm. is rampant on the yeah. BYU campus. Yep, because they're trying to avoid because because it's like they think they honestly believe that it's a loophole. Like God doesn't approve of. Vaginal penetration. vaginal penetration so like they're getting away with something by sticking it in the rear in a different part yeah different place ridiculous well but the, there's also some who who are under the impression that vaginal penetration is okay as long as there's no thrusting mm-hmm. and so they it's called floating right and so the 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 the, the byu male student uh, will stick his penis into the BYU female student and just float it. Just sit there. Just sit there. I just, baby, just let me stick it in. I won't, I'm not going to move it. I'm not going to move. Just let me, I just want to put it in. And while these sound like urban myths, right? Like this, they yeah, sound oh, too good to be true. It sounds ridiculous. It's absolutely real. It's not only real, it's rampant. Yeah. Like I, and well, hello, they're I, young people. I know personal Be, people. Like I, I personally know people. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're what, college what's age. Happen? You yeah. need sex. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it... I mean, it's you a... You need it. Yeah. It's, it's a fucking biological mandate. Yeah. For Christ's sake. Yeah. Hello. So anyways, um, yeah. Standard of Liberty. They are just awesome. Mm-hmm. Making some sense, but just on the wrong side of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job, guys. Oh, wait, but there was the... Oh, crap, I scrolled, and now I can't. Where was I? <laughs> We're going paperless on this one. Yeah. Now, it, now, it's, now a little, it's a little strange. Frank's in trouble. Um, oh, I just wanted to go back to that whole chaste thing. Mm. Um, da, 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 which is... Okay, so they, they say that same-sex sexual attraction is unchaste just as adulterous lust is unchaste. Yeah. Nourished by sinful thoughts and feelings. But here's the deal, people. What? I totally disagree. You 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 think that homosexual I think lusting that, is better than heterosexual could, no, 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 lusting? No. I think that a group of I, I think that a a sad little gay student at BYU, and that is a sad, sad is guy. Is just as capable of being chased by their definition of heterosexual chasteness, yeah, as is a, a sad little heterosexual absolutely on BYU campus who's not. Neither of them are lusting. Like <laughs> the, the, they're they're making some sense on some of this, but the, the the at the core, they you know the whole problem here is they they see one as. They, they, Anyways. Oh, who the hell cares? I don't care. Shut up. Can it, <laughs> just everybody in Utah County needs to shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. We don't care. Oh, wow. I, 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 did, did I blow blew out, out a microphone. Okay. Wait a second. On. Wait a second. 
Okay, wait a second. Holding. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. Shut up. That's how... That's I'm going to say it quieter this kay. time. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, so I had I had good news and bad news on the feminism front uh, oh? this week. What happened? The bad news was a friend of mine, a, a, a friend of mine on the Facebooks that I've known since high school... Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's a, a a devout Mormon, and by devout I mean in all the ways that you could possibly imagine a Mormon being devout. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read you what she posted. I don't mean to be offensive, but I really wish more women would stay at home with their with their own children. I think that the feminist movement has a lot of explaining to do. I don't think women, men, or children. And society are better off now. Are better off now. Women just have more to do. Men don't know what to do. And kids have been abandoned to a sort of Lord of the Flies existence. And now, <laughs> really? and now we have to live duo income. Oh. And that was that was. I was like, oh god, really? And then I read the comment stream, which, okay. by the way, there were. 66 comments total as oh. of right now on this thing and she's hidden the, the thing now oh okay. but it was uh oh the number of w- mormon women thanking her and talking about how oh awful the feminist movement was and blah, oh blah, blah, wow blah. oh like literally denouncing feminism oh completely oh so of course I went on because I can't keep my mouth shut about anything, and <laughs> oh, no. I made comments about like you don't understand the feminist movement at all. There's not a single tenet of feminism that says you can't stay at home with your right, kids. Exactly, it's about choice. Yeah, it's, it's about, about women having the choice of whether they want and, to be a cur- and in, being equal the- and having equal opportunities mm-hmm. in the in just like men society should be should feel equally good if they are financially their family is financially capable of staying home. Right. But she doesn't think that. Right, exactly. None of the, these Mormon women think that, well, they've been told over the pulpit mm-hmm. at general conference mm-hmm. that their place is in the home. Yeah, yeah. Continually, this is the message that keeps coming. Their mm-hmm. place is in the home with the kids. The man's supposed to go out and provide for the family. Sure. I'm so disheartened by these people. I mean, I, so I go on and I'm like, hey, do you enjoy voting? Do you like, do you, do you think other women should have the opportunity to divorce a man if he's beating her and her children? This was all, the only reason you can take that for granted is because these women that came before you fucking fought for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ben, the, but the, they don't see themselves as beneficiaries of, of no. a movement. No. Not at all. No, they see it as something that's just ruined the family. It's yeah. anti-family feminism. Yeah. Is, and in part, that's because, like, Glenn Beck's yelling that stuff. And, you know, all these all these conservative people who have a lot to gain by keeping these women down have been taught. So, so that was my big frustration. Mm-hmm. And it was outrageous to me. And I just couldn't, like, my smoke started coming out of my ears and stuff then i read this story and this story makes me so happy and like it's amazing okay have you heard of this guy jimmy carter who's that former president of the united states Mm. james tiberius carter I'm, i'm drawing a blank yeah so so jimmy carter has always been very religious man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Southern oh, yeah. Baptist. Yeah, no, through and through. Sixty office. years, yeah. and and you know he, he was a 
he's a Bible teacher and and ran groups and and like the, Sunday school teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's left. What has he left? The he he is no longer a Southern Baptist. He left whoa. the church. Wait, oh, whoa, whoa. so he didn't just like find a different congregation. Like he left he, the. He has divorced himself from from, from the, being Southern Baptist. Yeah. Wow. He said uh, he has severed his ties and with he's, the and Southern Baptist pub- Convention. He did it publicly. Pu- he wrote an amazing article in, uh, what's it called? What's the name of it? Uh, the Age. The Age. Okay. Which is a publication I don't know anything about. But right. It's, this, it's a beautiful article. And the reason that he decided to do it was their treatment of women. Shut up. He said, I mean, so he goes through this whole thing and uh, here, I'll just read you a couple quotations. Um, so, yeah, he's talking about uh, all of these uh, church leaders who are picking and choosing very specific scriptures uh-huh. to to subjugate women. Okay. And he says, you know, at its most repub, he says at its most repugnant. The belief that women must be subjugated to the wishes of men excuses slavery, violence, forced prostitution, hmm. genital mutilation, and the wow. national laws that and national laws that omit rape as a crime. But it also costs many millions of girls and women control over their own bodies and lives and continues to deny them fair access to education, health, employment, and influence within their own communities. Wow. It's and he's leaving his church because of it. That's amazing. This is a church that he loves. Uh-huh. Yeah. This, this is called integrity, people. Mm-hmm. This is called looking at something, being honest with yourself about what you stand for mm-hmm. and what that what you're associating yourself with. Yeah. And making the hard decision. Yeah. You guys got to read this art this this article that he wrote. It's beautiful. That's fan- yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's my hero for the week is Jimmy Carter. Hmm. Reminds me of, um, you know, the Butterfields here in town. Mm-mm. I don't know that I do. The um, God, what is, what is, I can't remember the the name of the two guys, but they're they're a gay couple. And they're the Butterfields, <laughs> um, and uh, they adopted. No, they didn't adopt. They had a couple kids. Um, I you know the whole one of them's you know that right. thing. Um, and um, anyways, the Butterfield parents are sort of outspoken in the in the gay movement mm. in the gay rights movement sure there. but they uh they left the lds church back in the 70s over the priesthood mm. issue blacks yeah. in the priesthood yeah um so i mean yeah that's great yeah that's i just awesome. i i i think you know it, there is this thing where it's like if you are in a group and you realize that that group doesn't stand for what you stand for Mm -hmm. you have the decision to make of like do i stay in the group and try and make changes from within from within sure or do i do i make the stand and just say nope i can't be a part of this well i think he clearly tried to make changes from within yeah for a while well and and at a certain point you you're going to come to that spot where you can't you just can't keep going further right and you also probably have to recognize your own um celebrity mm. right as mm-hmm. jimmy carter that, that yeah that he he needed to know that the, that he had tried everything right he had exhausted from within of course because, and then because at a certain this is point, a huge deal because he this. knows when he does it it's going to be a thing yeah. and he decided to actually make it public which is also 
uh, very admirable. Right. Because it's actually speaking up for change. It's yeah. not just quietly leaving. It's it's saying you guys have a big problem. Yeah. Well, all right. If you agree or disagree, hate us, love us. Or if you just want to participate in our little <laughs> conversation that we have every week. Send us a uh, voicemail. Leave us a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. Which you should do because it's fun. Yeah. And we got one this week. Yeah. A really we, nice one. Yeah. A really nice one. We're, so shout out to you. I mean, it wasn't, she didn't have anything like she wanted to bring up on the podcast. Right. But she just said some she nice said things. She said some really us. nice things. Which, so, thanks. so thank you for that. And uh, and also, so you can also email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And of course, there's the Twitter at TGI Atheist. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Facebook. We're going to put a, um, a link up on the website for that because actually. The URL is misspelled, and there's no way of changing it. What? It is? <laughs> oh, no wonder. Wow. Wait, So what? if you've been looking for us, you can search for Thank God I'm Atheist <laughs> on, uh, on, uh, on Facebook. But if you just do the little slash Thank God I'm Atheist, like we mentioned a couple weeks ago, two oh letters are inverted, no. and so it's going to throw everything of off. Of course and I looked it into is. it. It's already taken by some... 17 year old snot nosed kid somewhere else so yeah. god damn it we can't open up one that actually has a thing so a- we might look into a- like est thank god uh, i'm eighth est it's and what pissing me off is it's the way that the uh all the idiots on uh on twitter misspell atheist yeah you know it's just so easy to mistype something but well, yeah once once you do once you do it with facebook you're just locked you're in. you're screwed so we'll put a link up for that um but of course so yeah. you're always welcome to go to thankgodimatheist.com. Yes. There are interesting things we try to put up there on mm-hmm. occasion. And and yeah. so go there and then that and will then help follow you find the, the link. link. Or just, like I said, search for us on Facebook to find our page. Right, right. And you'll find, you'll, you'll see us. And yeah, we, we mentioned the podcast and we'll say things like us. Frank and Dan and yeah, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. So anyways, here's where our break would normally come in. Yeah, and we'd have some sort of audio to play for you. Break. All right. <laughs> break. <laughs> that was a great break, Frank. I'm excited about our break. So, Dan, I want to play our game. Oh, yeah. It's, it, and now it's time for Can Dan Guess Something? And do, do, what do, do, Dan's going to be guessing today uh, has to do with um, a really silly little uh, uh, thing that came out, which has to do with the most and least religious states in America. <gasps> Yay! Okay. Uh, if you get on Huffington Post, which I hate to admit, I get on there a lot. Do you? Yeah, but whatever. It, I used to really like Huffington Post, yeah. and now it's just like it's just it's propaganda, sensational, just like, just like and, everything yeah. else. But anyways, I still sort of have the habit of getting on, and this was a fun little uh, slideshow. Oh, that's how they have it set up. So you might hear me clicking through click, it. Click. So Dan, we're gonna start with. Can you guess the number one? most religious state in the united states and they're including district of columbia so there's a total of 51 okay. in the mix uh, this is tricky because we're in one of the most religious states that's true world. yeah but is it this one or is it something bible belty i'm gonna go with uh, i'm gonna go with utah nope oh okay okay do i get a second guess yeah then? guess again Somewhere down in the south, I'm going to say Mississippi. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, ding, ding, ding. yes. All right. Who's number two? U- Utah. Ding, 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 Yay! ding, 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 ding. 
Uh, who's number three? Alabama. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 I'm on a roll now. Who's number four? Oh, that's trickier. Um, <laughs> um, it's got to be around the South again. I'm going to say, I want to say like Texas or Oklahoma. I want to, but, but I also want to say like Kentucky or Tennessee or something. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Oh, shoot. Louisiana. Oh, so, okay. Number five. Really? Louisiana? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess so. Kind of, yeah. Well, it, you know. The those... non-New Orleans yeah. part. Yeah. Well, even the New Orleans it's probably pretty probably yeah. Catholic or whatever. Something, yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. The non-French uh, Quarter. <laughs> yes, <part> exactly. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those strippers are probably praying after they go on or whatever. Okay, we'll do number five and then we'll go to the uh To the most, to the least, to the least religious. Yeah. Number five, I'm going to go with... uh I'm going to jump to Oklahoma. Oh, okay. One more guess. Uh, Tennessee. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. I was forgetting yeah. Arkansas. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's skip ahead. Yeah. Okay, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I like this. Uh, uh, actually, I'll just run through them and just so we actually get through. Uh, number six is South Carolina. Uh-huh. Uh, number seven, Tennessee. Yeah, okay. Number eight, North Carolina. Wow, the Carolinas. Number good. nine, Georgia. It is the Bible Belt. Number 10, Oklahoma. Okay, so I was in the ballpark. Yeah. So number fifty one, Dan. We're going to. We're going to. Uh, these are these are now the the heathen, godless, mm-hmm. northern northeastern states. I'm mm. gonna say. I'm gonna say we got uh, the 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 least uh, religious state in the union. I'm gonna go with Vermont. Ding 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 ding. ding. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Number fifty. Um, New Hampshire. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> number forty nine. Well, now we're just now we're just naming New England states. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, Maine. Ding 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 ding. Oh ding, wow, ding, 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 ding. I'm doing good. Number forty-eight. Oh. Can't say Massachusetts. They got all those Catholics in there. Uh, Delaware. Uh, Massachusetts. It is. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Number forty-seven. I don't know. Now I'll go with Delaware. Oh, uh, uh, uh. What else is there in in New England? No, now I need to pull up a map. This one was surprising. Oh, really? Yes. <gasps> oh, you know what? We could go to the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do we have like a an an a Washington or an uh, Oregon? Uh, oh, okay. No, I don't know. You're gonna have to feed me. Alaska. <laughs> that's interesting that is interesting super republican super well, crazy well, republican probably super crazy libertarian libertarian yeah they probably yeah no i think you're actually right about that yeah uh number 46 is oregon okay number 45 nevada <gasps> what yeah i know right our little neighbors Wow, that's actually really surprising. There's yeah. a lot of Mormons in Nevada. There are a lot of Mormons, but I think everybody else <laughs> is not. It's, that's religious. why it's so sinful. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Number 44, Washington State. Mm-hmm. Number 43, Connecticut. Yeah, okay, so Connecticut was the one I was trying to think of, but yeah. Number four or uh, 42, District of Columbia. Okay. And then 42, Tide, uh, uh, New York. Mm, yeah. And then... Rhode Island. 
All of that makes sense. Yeah, all of those do make it's, sense. It's funny how non-surprising all of that is, yeah. except for Alaska. Alaska was, uh, yeah, that, that was kind of an interesting one. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. Well, there you go. There that you was go, a folks. that was a fun little that was game. Fun. We we'll should have do to that. Do more Dan guesses. Yeah. Dan. I, did, I did. I'm pretty pleased with my performance, actually. Yeah, I think I'm it was pre- good. I'm pretty yeah, pleased. I think that was really good. Okay. All right. Well, we've got one more thing for you, that, like we promised. What Mormons believe. All right. Boo. And uh, uh, by the way, Adam Sherlock, if you're listening, <laughs> you need to make us some. Uh, some tunes so that we can so that we can not be so uh so lame we yeah. need to, we need some 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 yeah and segment uh, as long as openers. we're like calling out to specific audience members i do want to thank mora dan's mom yeah uh for um the delicious bailey's irish non-dairy creamer that was left <laughs> from her last visit right we, yeah, we had coffee this morning delicious this morning, and, this uh, morning. yeah and yeah it was yeah, it was wonderful. Uh, I I never have any so, creamers. So thank so. you, Mora, for leaving that. <laughs> it was very good. There you go. All right, all right. So, so what Mormons believe, and this and today it's the the garments episode. And this comes to us from Michael on the uh, on the Facebooks, right? On the Facebook, yeah. Um, on, on the misspelled Facebook. Oh my god! Uh, I know. It's I'm a, so embarrassed. It's frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating. Um, so he says, what Mormons believe, topic suggestion. What is the deal with the special underwear, temple garments? Any insights? The Wikipedia topic page left me with more questions than answers. <laughs> and, I got news uh, for you, guy. This is all questions. <laughs> There's not, There are no answers here, but we'll give you what we got because, I mean, Frank... Now, though I'm a former Mormon, I never was endowed in the temple, so right. I never wore the magic underwear. But right. Franklin over here, I did. He did. Um, did the two-year mission and everything in balmy, humid Italy, uh, Italy. La Bella Italia, and uh, had to get through the August every year with not only wearing a suit, but also wearing long johns. Long, basically long johns. Um, not long all the way down to the feet no. and to the wrists because that ended. They don't, they don't do that anymore. Right. They used um, to. They used to. The original garment was that way. But anyways, yeah, thank you, Michael, for the suggestion. Um, it's, a, it's a great topic. Um, temple garments are, um, like Dan suggested or just mentioned, um, they're worn by temple-worthy, endowed... Um, you guys aren't seeing the air quotes that are happening right now. Temple worthy. They could hear the air quotes. Yeah, you can hear You them. can hear the air quotes. Um, but for temple worthy uh, Mormons who are, um, you know. So adults, adults. Adults only. Yeah. Who have been through the temple. Through the temple. There's a ceremony called the washing and anointing. Um, <laughs> this actually takes place. This is um, this is before you get your endowment, right. actually. Um, and so it, actually, it's traditionally one of the creepiest things that happens in the temple. Yeah, but, but I've heard that it's been it reformed. Yep. And uh, th- there was a there was another um, change in the temple ceremony that happened in like 2005 or 2006. Right. Um, and uh, the washing anointing was made uh, a little less creepy. Uh, it used to be that you would go in, um, go into a, a locker room, right, a changing area. And you would, you would, and, and, and their locker rooms are set up to be very modest. I will say that there's uh there'll be like a section of, um, of lockers 
and then like a, a bathroom stall yeah that that secures that and so you're able to go in there into a little private changing area that has a set of lockers inside of it which right. is okay that's great Fine. because there's some really gross old people right uh, that you don't want to be looking at um and so um so anyways you go into that and they give you this the shield right which is just basically a big round poncho sheet it's a poncho yeah it's a, it is a poncho has a, a hole for your head <laughs> you put it over and it's meant to be modest right ish as you, ish modest as, modest ish as you then step into the washing and anointing area where uh one of the the priests in the temple um an older gentleman who works there temple worker as they're called um, there's there's bits of oil mm. and um, consecrated, consecrated oil. oil that uh, he he anoints you and there's a washing I think there's also like a little little thing of water mm-hmm. I think but you know he he rubs or he takes his his index finger and whether it has water on it or oil uh, I remember it going like across your forehead mm. um, and I only did it once I never did it for you know proxy work because it right. creeped me out way too much. Um, and I think if I remember, he kind of reaches down through the neck hole and, uh, and rubs or, or, uh, um, drags, drags his finger across your chest. Um, I think there's, uh, he touches your knee. Um, and if you're really cute, he does your upper thigh. (laughs) Gross. Anyways. Well, so the whole, the whole point of this washing and anointing ceremony is it gets you ready for your endowment. Um, and, uh, and I'm, if I remember correctly, it's also when you receive your new name, it's when you receive your oh, temple okay. name, yeah. it, it all takes part in this, this one right. section, but it's also when at the very, very end of it, you receive your, um, your, your garment, your temple garment, your temple garment. And, um, the your magic underwear it used to be when I went through, and this is the part that I understand has changed mm. is they would sort of hold it out for you and you would, and it was a onesie style uh-huh. and you would step into it and then they would help. They would basically dress you through the neck hole. Right. Uh, well, this time was under the shield. No, I'm saying like you step into the garments through the neck hole. Well, the it, it unzipped like a onesie. Oh, really? Yeah. And so like not were... my dad's. Oh, right, <laughs> the, right. The really old, the really old school ones that yeah. the, you can still buy, I think. Yeah. You have to go in through the neck hole, through the big old neck hole, and you pull the whole thing on. That's just weird. Through that. That's, there's <laughs> all the, kinds of weird. got the flap there. at the butt. That's just opening weird. Opening up to go poo. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that creeps me out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, so you would, you, that's when you would get the temple garment. And Oh, can I mention but something Apparently about... now they kind of just hand it to you and you go and you put it on yourself. Okay. Or something like that. Again, I haven't been through that, so I can't really right. speak to it. Can I, I want to mention something interesting, just as a side note, about the washing and, anoint, and anointing in the temple. Okay. Because the women, obviously, they don't want men doing oh, no. their washing yeah. and anointing. No, 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 so no, yeah. old women do it. But it is a priesthood ordinance. Yeah. So women are doing priesthood work in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints every day. Uh-huh. But yet, there, there's this whole thing about not... Women can't have the priesthood and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which is true. Which is baloney historically, but you know, whatever. We can't get to that. We that's a whole other what Mormons don't believe or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, but a very good point. Yeah. That it, the, it's it's um, and it's absolutely true. 
So, um, so, so now you've got uh, your we, underwear. We got the underwear and then you, you go forth yeah. wearing the underwear. And forever. Forever. Only that underwear. That's the only thing that you, you, um, women have to wear their bra over yeah. the garment. Ladies, imagine this. Literally, your garment is covering your body mm-hmm. and then you put on your bra. Then you put the bra on. Over that. Over. It's so that attractive. That cannot be... It it's, also can't be terribly comfortable, no, can it? I can't, no, I couldn't imagine. I, I, I don't. Bras don't seem like they would be comfortable. Period. True. Yeah. But like to have fabric bunching between yeah. you, that just seems really, really, really weird. It's um, bizarre. And uh, so you wear it. You wear it all the time, unless you know you're engaging in some sort of like sporting activity, right? Or if, um, you're, if you're going water skiing, right? You won't yeah. see. You won't see Mormons with their garments covering them up as they swim. No, 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 no. no. They they do take them off for specific sort of things, um, and you know they do make allowances for like uh, military. Um, because the the garment is white. Mm-hmm. Um, right. For the military guys, they do have a um, sort of a drab green, military green um, bottom. Isn't that interesting? And then they can take in an approved uh, t-shirt for their service, mm. and then the, the, the they will actually modify it for them. Right. Then the modification is that they sew on these little symbols, and we'll get to that in a minute. The symbols are so interesting because it, I always thought that it was just that my dad's garments needed to be mended, and they had been <laughs> mended on these little in these little areas. Yeah, somehow his nipple had poked just through or something. Through just some iron <laughs> nipples, um, and uh, yeah. So so anyways, so the. So, anyway, so Michael's question referenced the Wikipedia page, and so I, I did go and check it out. Mm. And I have to say um, that as, as somebody who has been through that whole ordeal, um, it's it's accurate. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty spot on. But I think maybe what's what's happening here is without context, um, it could be kind of maybe confusing, a little esoteric. Yeah. Um, Although with its context, it's not much. It's better. not much more clear. But here's here's also the deal with Mormons: is you kind of want the magic underwear to be something salacious, <laughs> right? You want it to be something more than it is, and it really isn't. Uh-uh. Like it's really actually quite boring. Once you get down to it, once you get over the fact that they're wearing something that you don't wear right. underneath their clothes, there's really not a lot that that it. That, that it has going for it. Um, they say that, um, you know, Mormons believe that, uh, the garment gives them spiritual protection from like mm-hmm. temptation and whatnot. And that's official doctrine. Right. Um, sort of more it's, sort of it's folklorish. patently absurd. It's, but it's, it's absurd, but, but it is their doctrine. If you believe in temptation, then <laughs> why not believe that you could wear some sort of sacred garment that could block that temptation? Right? Now that's not the only protection that Mormons believe is offered. Well, officially it is. I know. They believe some Mormons sort of in, in again, like sort of more the sort the, the, the folk lore side of it will recount stories of um, it protecting their body from fire right. or a bullet. I, be- or... I believe that, that one Mr. Marriott, the founder of Marriott. That is Hotels, true. There was a 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, back in the 90s that was done on the Mormons. And they interviewed uh, Gordon B. Hinckley. Then he was the, the prophet then. Right. And president of the church. And But then they also interviewed other prominent 
Mormons who weren't members of the church hierarchy, right? Such as Marriott, right? And uh, and Marriott actually um, recounted a story of it was a car accident, if I remember correctly, like and he came out remember. of it um, fairly unscathed, and or something and along those lines, and gave or, credit to his underwear. Yeah, his underwear protected him. Yeah, so hooray for that. Yeah. Too bad about all those other people who weren't protected. They must not have been as faithful. Yeah, it, you know, that's where you really get into some sticky areas once you start making those kind of claims. Right. Um, let's see. There, As far as, like, again, uh, we talked about the markings. Uh, now, this is where it gets a little funky and funny. Yeah. Um, because there's a, marking, there's a mark over each nipple. Or right. sort of in the general vicinity of the nipples. Correct. Um, there's one um, near the navel. Yeah. And then there's one over the knee. One of the knees. Right. Um, I want to say... I think it's the right knee, isn't it? The right knee would make sense to me. I think that's what it is. Uh, the right knee, yeah. Um, and they uh, originally, um, during the, uh, the uh, Nauvoo... Uh, endowment ceremony, which would have been the first set of endowments. We're talking, by, we're, we're talking like 18... The, yeah, in the 18-whatever. 60s or 18 something. 1840s, yes. maybe. Who knows? Um, when Joseph Smith was first introducing the endowment ceremony. Uh, what's important here is that Joseph Smith, uh, just a few weeks prior, had um, sort of been fully indoctrinated into the Masonic right. rituals. And so there's a lot of it's kind of funny because yeah. there's a lot of that that has made it that, that made its way into the endowment ceremony the temple ceremonies my uh, dad had an interesting explanation for that by the way did you know that no because my dad's a church historian and he's a historian in general uh-huh. and he believes he believed uh-huh. that because the masons go back centuries and centuries uh-huh. he believes that they got their ceremonies from people who got their ceremonies, from people who got their ceremonies, from the original temple ceremonies from the biblical times. Wow. That there's a lineage that goes all the way down that tracks it through. So so to his mind, it totally made sense that Joe Smith ripped off the Mason, the, the Masonic rituals. Wow. Yeah. Because, okay. because they're, they're the original how, ones. Yeah, it's funny how you can find those sorts of... Uh, yeah. I, that's Dan Brown-worthy log- yeah. to me. That's That's... <laughs> That's the the Joseph Smith code. Yeah, get uh, on it, Dan Brown. Yeah, oh, gross. The Da Vinci, yeah, the the, the, the Minerva Tykert code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's Minerva Tykert? A Mormon painter. Oh, okay. I'm try- I was trying That's to go funny. for a painter. That's funny. Yeah. The LeConte Stewart code. Oh, the Freiburg. Code. <laughs> the Freiburg. <laughs> that's that's just the Freiburg code is just. Mmm, he's yummy. <laughs> Look at the forearms on that one. <laughs> and they do. They all have the beefiest forearms I in know. these paintings. Besides yeah. being beefy in general. Well, but their forearms are just like, what is... They, they're just... <laughs> it's, it's like Popeye. With those little... Yeah. 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 Oh. Those little squeezy things. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Uh, in that one, I guess they actually... Um, according to the Wikipedia, they say that uh, that they made cuts... Oh. To for for the symbols, mm. which is interesting because if you look at this picture um, that is on the Wikipedia page of the temple garment circa uh, eighteen seventy nine, um, those do actually look like um, cuts. Yeah, so that's that's interesting to me that they cut and then later they started embroidering. They started so so the embroidery is meant to signify that it's just been cut and then resewn. 
I guess so. Maybe. Um, that what it looks like. It looks on the garments like a mended, like like it, like there was a tear. Yeah. And it was sewn up. And the symbols themselves are there's a there's an L shape symbol on the right breast. Right. There's a V shaped symbol, um, on the left, and then there's a horizontal mark at the navel and over the right knee. And what do those and, mean? Frank? Well, the um, the L and the V are Masonic. Um, it's the square and the compass. Oh. The square being the, the the right angle, right? Um, and then the uh, the compass being the sort of the V. Now later on, um, and and those are just patently Freemasonry, right? Those are like, those are like Masonic in the sense of like a Mason, like a stone Mason would absolutely. actually use those tools. Yeah. yeah. Uh, later on, um, it was um, the, the the I believe the. The V, if I remember correctly, the V in the ceremony itself is referred to as like the North Star or... Huh. Right? Like they're distancing There's some sort of mention of the North the, Star. the Masonic and deal? there's a mention here in this article that, about the North Star, but I, I, I seem to remember there being something in there. Um, hmm. But Taylor, um, meaning... Um, uh, which one was Taylor? Um, the president of the church, yeah. Taylor? Yeah. He was the third president John, of the church. John Taylor, yeah. Um, he um, he said that the that the collar, okay, because the collar, there used to be an actual, like, collar, like mm. a men's dress shirt type right. collar um, that uh, represented the idea the idea that the Lord's yoke is easy and his burden is light, uh-huh. which is funny because there's nothing about the Lord's yoke being... I mean, what if you're, again, going back to these poor gay guys on BYU oh. campus, that's not a light or easy no. yoke or burden. You guess what you get to do? Never have sex for the rest of your, for your entire life or have sex with someone to whom you are not sexually attracted. That sounds like a light burden. That sounds like a light burden? Yeah. That's light. That's, that's not easy. That's, e- sure. that's easy. We could all do that. That's easy. Oh, re- my God. I remember being a young man. It was so easy to not have <laughs> sexual thoughts. Uh. And not right. act on them. Right, right, right. Um, all right. So if, again, if you do go to the Wikipedia page, you'll see this 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 old temple garment uh, from the from the 1870s. Um, and if you look up at the top, you can see that little collar. And that was something that when I first looked at that image, I didn't notice at all. Right. Also important about that one, um, that era of the temple garment, is that they didn't use any kind of buttons on it uh that everything was laced closed what are they amish uh, apparently they had something against buttons i don't know <laughs> um but also they were crotchless yeah they just split right down the middle that's interesting well you got to be able to poop yeah you without do. taking off all of your underwear yeah when your underwear is one piece that goes up over your shoulders you got to be able to poop and pee without having to take it all off mm-hmm. that's a pain mm-hmm. in the ass yeah um and then let's see um the let's see the double knit the double knotted strings that are mm. no longer there represent the trinity which mormons don't believe in and the marriage <laughs> covenant oh my these god are, in, these are quoted yeah uh and the navel mark represents the strength of the the navel and marrow and the bones which is a line from the 
the temple ceremony. Right. Uh, and the knee mark represents that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Christ. And, and I remember something very close to that in the temple ceremony sure. as well. Sure. And uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. There was something great in here about uh, one of the prophets of the church um, in that era saying, this is the garment. <laughs> there can be no changes ever. This is the garment given to us by God. By God. And there can be no modifications. Oh my there God. can be no changes. And this was something... This... Well, there's a long tradition in Mormon history of, <laughs> of a prophet announcing that something will never change. And, and then sometimes oh. that same prophet announcing that it's changing. Oh, hey. Oh, it, we got to change it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was actually uh, Joseph F. Smith uh, characterized uh, it was it was a grievous sin, right? Um, what was to Not... to alter the the, the right. garment in any way? Um, but then later, of course, um, in the nineteen twenties, um, after after careful and prayerful consideration, um, the first presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve um, unanimously decided that specific modifications would be permitted to the garments. Right. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. That's so. There's, we should also talk about disposing of the garments oh that's true because um, uh you can't just chuck them you just can't throw them away you have to um you have to cut out the symbols yes and i believe burn them or destroy them in general <laughs> like cut them up into really really tiny pieces <laughs> um so that there's nothing left of of the symbol the symbols have to be destroyed right my point uh, and then as soon as the symbols are removed it's it's a rag like any other rag. yeah as a matter of fact Growing up, we dusted my house. With, same with, same, yeah, with same our with parents' house. Old, old garments, garments, old underwear. That's weird. <laughs> Hopefully they were just using the t-shirts. Well, yeah. anyways. I don't know. The leg of the... The leg wouldn't be that big of a deal. Because these things are long, people. They go yeah. down, down to your knees. Yeah. This is, it's, a, it's a lot of underwear. God, it's a lot of underwear. It's a lot of underwear. I would, I would, that's enough for me not to join the church right there. Yeah. Too much underwear. Um, and then there was, uh, oh, there was one more thing. Oh, oh, you talking about destroying <laughs> the garments. Uh, when I was done with the garments, uh-huh. I specifically did not destroy. Oh, you little devil. I know. I remember, th- <laughs> I remember having the impulse to destroy them right. before throwing them out. But instead I put them in a Smith's, a Smith's, uh, plastic bag from the supermarket and, uh, tied them off and threw them in the dumpster in the apartment complex where I lived. Oh, you didn't like hang them from a flagpole just to no, piss everybody No, I just got off. rid of them. Yeah. Just threw them out. I mean, what's I mean, honestly, what's the point? Uh, it's yeah. just just get rid of them. It felt really weird having uncovered legs though. I'll like bet. nothing between my jeans and my leg. How I, how I'd many years did you wear so used to them? Uh, so, uh 19 to about 24, so about 5 years. Yeah. I think it was about 24 when I officially took off my garments. Gosh, it's just I mean, and to imagine you know, my dad wore them from you know 19 until his dying day yeah that's a that's years and years of just i mean in in one sense at least you don't have to worry about what to wear no you don't have to women don't have to worry about oh am i wearing my pretty underwear am i wearing my gross underwear you don't have to worry about being attractive Mm-mm. with your clothes all off. you have to do is just put them on and take them off because yeah. it is prescribed yeah are you boxers briefs yeah none of that Boxer briefs. You, you don't have to ask Mitt Romney the question that was asked of Mister of Mister Clinton. 
<laughs> Although that would be really that funny. Would be a great question. To oh ask my me. god, that would be really good. <laughs> hey Mitt, boxers or briefs? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> oh oh lord, god. well that's what Mormons believe, people. That's what Mormons believe. It's Four, the truth. Yep. Four two four six 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 T G I A. Call in and say something. That's four two four six 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 eight four four two. Or write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And, yeah, all the other good stuff. All those things, the misspelled Facebook page and all that stuff. We'll have to figure something out with that. It was my fault, people. I'm going to take credit for that. I'll just let you know. Frank Frank had nothing to do with that. I didn't do that? No, it was me. Okay. I couldn't... so often we'll do things and just don't remember doing right. them. And it's just like, such oh, an crap. easy misspelling. So it's it's theist. It's thank God I'm atheist, but the swap E and the, the I, I are mis are done wrong. Oh God, it's an IE swap. It is an IE swap. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. that's more my territory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thanks a lot for listening. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>